Hello, 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 and welcome to A Voice for the Voiceless. I am your host, Co-Pastor Ram, and I am here with uh, Coach Tosh. Say hello, Coach Tosh. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining today. Yes, 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 yes. It is a blessing and it's an honor to be here on today to speak with us as the Lord. Um, at first, I would just go ahead and say this. Uh, the topic was different, but hey, God changed it and I ain't mad about it. I pray that you all had an amazing Tuesday this far. And so we thank you for joining us on tonight. This is going to be your disclaimer. This may not be something that you want to hear, but it's going to be necessary for you to hear on tonight. So I go ahead and shout that out to you right now. Somebody might get offended by what we say, but we will stand on the word of God. He wants to know what is your excuse why you have not done what he has called you to do on tonight. Before we go any further, Coach Tosh, would you pray us in? Father God, we thank you, God, for yet another opportunity to go forth upon today, oh God, to speak on the word, Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you for the woman of God, oh God, upon today and everybody that's watching, oh God, have your way, oh God, and move, oh God, like never before, oh God. Lord God, we love you, we praise you, and we adore you, oh God. Let the words that you desire for us to speak come out of our mouth, oh God, and let the hearts and the minds of your people be receptive, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for every opportunity that goes forth that we shall declare the glory of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. A voice for the voiceless, hallelujah. A voice for the voiceless emphasizes the importance of giving a voice to those who have been silenced or ignored for far too long. It is advocating for the rights and the well-being of others. It is a call to action for individuals to speak up and declare what thus says the Lord. It is time out for being silent any longer. Your voice matters. Everyone's voice matters. And we all have a purpose um, in this earth, and that is to declare the glory of the Lord. Our voices convey testimonies, the authority which God has given us, the excitement, boldness, liberty, passion, and freedom to do as God has called us to do in Christ Jesus. Proverbs 31, 8 through 9 says, speak up for the people who cannot speak for themselves. Protect the rights of all who are helpless. Speak for them and be a righteous judge. Protect the rights of the poor and the needy. It is essential for us to speak what God has called us to speak and not be silent any longer. Hallelujah. 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 Listen. Hallelujah. Amen. So please like, tag, and share. So tonight's topic is what is your excuse? What is your excuse? What is the problem? <laughs> what is going on in the body of Christ? Um, why are we not speaking what God has called us to speak? Why are we not doing what God has called us to do? Why are we not walking in our purpose or in the will of God for our lives? Amen. Coach, do you want to say anything real quick? Or you want me to go ahead and keep on going? Uh, you can go ahead and keep on going. I'll jump in. And <laughs> I just want to make sure. Um, what is the difference between um, a lie and an excuse? Well, come to find out there is not much difference. An excuse is pretty much the skin of the reason that is stuffed with the lie. Mm -mm. As we were kids, we would say the dog ate my homework. Mm -hmm. Or I forgot it at home. Uh not necessarily that being the truth. The truth of the matter is, is we just didn't do it. 
Mm -hmm. I didn't do it. Period. Point blank. I just didn't do it. But as we got older, the excuse began to change. My alarm did not go off. Mm -hmm. Oh, there was a bad, uh, there was traffic. It was a bad accident or so forth and so on. When actuality, the alarm went off. We just didn't get up or we left the house late. And so therefore that is our reason on why we are late. But again, we begin to wrap these things in the skin of the excuse when in actuality it is uh, uh, based on a false pretense on why we did not do a thing. Mm -hmm. And so it continues to go on. Um, in the church, we make up excuses why we don't go to church. It's raining outside. People are doing all manners of things. They are talking about people. There is gossip. Um, they don't accept me. They're looking at me funny. They are judging me, so forth and so on. The list goes on and on and on. But then you have to remember, why do we go to church in the first place? Are we going for people? Are we going just to feel good or somebody to look at us? in a particular manner or are we going to hear the word of god what is the reason behind the excuses of why we are not doing what god has called us to do i heard a man say um before he said one of the uh greatest excuses that you may hear a woman say is i'll be ready in a minute Mm -hmm. I'll, be ready. I'll be ready in a minute just give me a couple more minutes in actuality you know you're not going to be ready in a minute you're going to take about 30 more minutes before you actually get dressed and mm -hmm. then he says the, what the man would say is I'll do it in a minute when I, the wives tell um, their husbands to do a thing I'll, I'll do it in a minute you're not going to really do it in a minute you may do it in the next 30 minutes, you may do it in the hour or you may do it next week. But in actuality is that you're going to do it, but it's not in that moment or in that minute. Or here's another one that we see. Um, you're having a conversation and the person say, of course, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of 10, you're not really giving your undivided attention. You're doing everything else, but you're not really engaging you're not really listening to what the person is saying you may be listening to respond but you are not really listening mm -hmm. there's another one of course i'm fine nothing's wrong <laughs> when something is truly the matter but in order for us not to have that conversation or to convey a thing we would say it's all good nothing's wrong we're okay lying to ourselves it's happened to me and I've done it. I'm all right. And my husband said, now what is it? Nothing. And he going to keep on pushing me. He going to keep on tugging me until I tell him what the matter is. The one I heard today that kind of like, I was like, what? <laughs> was the leaders, the pe why people don't come to church is because there's so much drama on social media. And I began to say, no, I don't believe there, you know, there's a lot of drama on social media, but there's another reason on why we don't go to church the way that we should go to church. Because even if there is a lot of drama on social media, guess what? You're still going to be on social media. People going to talk about you at work and guess what? You still going to show up because you want your paycheck. Mm -hmm. So we like to blame the church for everything, but you have to be able to take on why you don't do a thing. So what is the reason? What is your excuse? What is hindering you? What has caused you to be complacent? 
Another one that the world likes to say, and even in the body of Christ, only God can judge me. But the Bible says, for in the way that you judge, you shall be judged. And by your standards of measures, you shall meet. That's Matthew 7 and 2. It has called us to be the righteous judge. And I can go down and read it in just a moment, but I'm going to pause. That we, we are to come and tell our sisters and our brothers where they have deviated. I want somebody to tell me before I fall off into a cliff. But it's how you handle the situation. It's how you do a thing. That is what the scripture is talking about. But sometimes we get we get beside ourselves and we want to convey the way we wanted to convey because we want it to um, fit the way we want it to fit. OK, and I'm going to pause because I want you to jump in if you got something to say, because, I, you know, I'm going to keep on going. Because you was going where you were saying about the church and our inability and our complacentness. But you have to understand. And I like what you said about the excuse and the lie. Mm -hmm. um, I think we at the church have become complacent and settled. Mm -hmm. When the word of God said we are supposed to come into the church, we see the father coming to church, be healed and go out and spread the gospel. Yes. That's what the word of God says. So now we have become so complacent in a ritual, um, you know, I would say not in a ritual like thing, but in a traditional manner of just coming to church. Come on here. Is, there's no um, building on what the word, when I say no building on what the word says, I mean this. Instead of structuring your the people of God to say, I'm here to train you that you may go and move, mm -hmm. there, there's an allowing of the settling um, inside the church. Miss Minnie mm -hmm. been in the church for 50 years. So Miss Minnie just been doing the ushering. But we have to understand there's more to what God desires from us. There's Amen. more than just operating inside the church. And I tell people this all the time. There's the church is for fellowship. The church is for finding God. The church is for you coming there for healing. But the right. outside of the church, that is what is in need now. So we have right. become so caught up in our flesh, but I ain't ready to do that right now. I can't do it right now. But you have to understand God's timing is not your timing. What Amen. God needs us to do right now is to move. People are outside of the church. And they're running outside of the church to get what it is that God is that they need from God, and it's not right. So God needs us as God's people. It's time to stand up and move. I've never seen in the Bible Jesus went from place to, to place, place. Come to on here place, to place to place. He was never complacent in one. He he never stayed in one place to he do never. God. No, that's not what he did. So we have come so fleshly that we don't, we, well, that ain't, it ain't my time yet. It ain't this. If I had said that, I wouldn't be where I am now. So what I did right. was I said, and I wrote this down. It says, ready comes with the complete acceptance of the yes. I will. It comes with the complete surrendering. We don't want a complete surrender. We don't want to die of the flesh because we so right. caught up in this, this uh, thing about, you know, uh, you know, I, I ain't ready. I wasn't ready. You weren't ready. It's just when I said yes to God and I found my identity in him and I told God, your will, your way, it shall be done. Mm -hmm. Then that's when God began to open the doors and move, but it was inside of my yes. And mm -hmm. I just, and when it says ready, it says being in a super state for an activity or a situation, but fully prepared. You will never be ready to do what it never. is that God has for you. It's in the yes and the ready that the preparation and that God makes you and molds you into Amen. who he needs you to be. 
you know, in the Bible, there was, I, I, I don't know everybody, the Bible, the specific names, but there was people that stuttered. There were people that were alcoholics. There were prostitutes. But in that moment that God needed them, they were ready. And God did what he had to do in them. Even in that broken stage, in this, you know what? God ain't, God got to finish me. Hey, ain't no finish. It's not Come on here. So my thing is now we have to, we have to surrender to God and say, God, I'm ready to do your will. And then guess what God going to do? God going to prepare you for the things that he has for you to do. But you have to be willing to die to your flesh. You, you have to be willing. be willing to die and say, you know, we get caught up in, you know what? Ooh, you know what? When you accept the call and you try to walk in with God, it's so much stuff that come with it. But you don't Thank understand. You, Look at your past. It's so much stuff that came with your past that you beat, that you conquered, that you became victorious. God said, in me, you more than a conqueror. Amen. So God is going to make those ways for you. He just needs you to say yes. He needs you to say, I'm ready. He needs you to surrender to yourself so God can make you who he needs you to be. But we don't want to do that. We just want to sit on the sit on the front row, the second seat, every Sunday, Sunday and Wednesday, and then at church anniversary, past oh, anniversary, yeah. we want to come there, sugar shop, be the ushers for the day, and do all these things. But when God says, I'm ready for you to go out in this world and do what I called you to do, are you ready? I'm on here. Are you ready? You want me to give you, and you want me to give, and you want me to give, and you want me to pour, and you want me to give, and you want me to do this thing. But God said, what have you done for me lately? What is it Come that I need you to do that you can fulfill for me? It's time for you to pay up. And people don't want to do that. They think mm -hmm. that half time, your time ain't God's time, baby. God wants you to be ready tomorrow. You got to be ready tomorrow. If he wants you to be ready at 4 o'clock, uh, five, seven o'clock tonight. I need you to be ready tonight because there's something that he has for each and every one of us to do. Amen. You gotta throw away the excuses. Throw them away. They told me I couldn't talk. They told me that I couldn't speak. But look at me now because I said yes, I'm ready. Amen. And you, we think that you know so many things are gonna come. Hey, baby, I'm at a peace now that I'm ready to do whatever I do for God. I'm gonna do it regardless. There's no excuses. There's no if and well. You call you 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 say, uh, Coach T, I need you to do the podcast. Then. When I say my calendar is thinning up because people want me to speak at different engagements, I ain't turning down nothing because if you put the if God put me on your heart, right here. Here, then guess what? I'm not turning down nothing that's attached to what God called me to do at all. And I tell you this: when I said I'm ready and I accepted the call and I I submitted to myself, God make a way out of no way. God, he spoke in the Bible to the disciples. I just need you to go. And I got everything else. But we come complacent to sit inside yes. the church when those yes. that need us the most are dying outside the church. It's Amen. time to move in your purpose. Don't worry about your flaws. Don't worry about your inabilities. Don't worry about what people tell you can't do. Just know that you can't do it through Christ. Amen. We, we let the world die. We let the people of the world die because we are stuck in the flesh of I don't Amen. want to do it. And some of us are yet to be healed. That's why we are not able to go out and, and accept the call of God because we're still dealing with some things ourselves. But God said, I need to be, I need you to be healed from those things so I, you can go out and do what it is that I need you to do. Amen. Rise up. It's time for God. It's so I'm many. Gonna I'm gonna this, and I'm going to be finished. It's, the devil is taking over. Yes, he is. Come on. Over every aspect of the world. His people are rising up. Our people are sitting complacent. <laughs> Shutting up. Anyway, but the Bible always said God said he's preparing his people to be able to fight 
and the devil people are steady rising up. They taking over everything that we seen complacent. Like you know what? You know, it speaks about it in the Bible. And you know, too busy trying to tell people and judge people. God said it's time for us to rise up and do what it is that He has caused us called us to do. It was called mean you was born to do it. Call means he will purpose to do it. Ain't no if ands about it. You're gonna either get with it or that. That's it. That's it. That's it. Amen. Amen. Um, you were talking about when you open your mouth, Psalms 81 to 10. If we open our mouth, God will feel it. He will give us the words to say. He will give us the words to say. And so I, when I when I begin to say, and I hear that you are the judge. I have called you to judge. Mm-hmm. It's, but a lot of people don't want to hear that. I have called you to call right, right, wrong, wrong. Mm-hmm. But what, the day and age we're in, we want to teeter-totter in this sure. thing. I've heard, you know, listened to so many different secular artists. They're supposed to be gospel artists, but in actuality, they become secular. Lauren Daigle, she's asking about uh, lesbianism. She's like, well, I don't know. I don't know what the Bible says because I have a lot of family and I have a lot of friends um, and they live that lifestyle. So um, when somebody asks me, I tell them, I don't know. You got to go find that out for yourself. How in the world? You yep. over here singing gospel and you singing people to come to Christ, but you tell me you don't know the word of God. You don't know that. That's you don't you know that it. you can speak the truth. You, you, it's so you. many of them. It's so it's it's so many. We're 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 right here and we're trying to play. We're trying to uh convey to the world. The Bible says, be not ye conformed to this world. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a sad day in heaven. I my heart breaks. I listen to I listened to a preacher, how he went over to Africa. God sent him to Africa. He had to sell everything that he had here in the U.S. He went to Africa. He's setting up shopping. He's going different places and he's stepping over, you know, bodies and everything else in order to minister the word of God. And people are getting healed. People lives are being changed. But there came a day when God's presence did not rest within him. And he's trying to pray and he's trying to read and God is not speaking to him. He gave him the cold shoulder and man, God said, he said, why are you not talking to me? God sent one of the people in the camp to give him the Bible verse. He read it. He still didn't understand it. And so he's still trying to seek the face of God. He had to send his team out because God was not moving on him. His presence was not with him. And he was like, what is the problem? What is the problem? God, I don't understand. And God's giving him Bible verse after Bible verse after Bible verse. And he still could not get it. So mm-hmm. finally, God poured his presence upon him. And he said, you have sinned against me in your heart. You got the act good, but your ways are not my ways. And that is what's going on in the body of Christ. You got the act good. You, your, your drama skit, you're really, really good at it. But in your heart, you have sinned against me. And he mm-hmm. said, why? He said, how did I sin? I didn't do anything. God said, you have committed fornication in your heart. And he said, no, no, no. I have, you know me. I haven't done it. He said, that's right. I know you. I know your heart. Every time you look at a woman and you undress to her, you have fornicated. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. done the very thing that you're not supposed to do. Every time you stand in the pulpit, you are looking at through a lustful lens and you're not supposed to be doing it. Yeah, you got it all down packed. And he said, but get God, you're still using me. He said, yes, I'm going to use you for my glory. But there is something in your heart mm-hmm. that if I come back today, you are going to be left. Mm-hmm. You got to check your heart. What is going on? Because we got it. The act down packed. 
but we are not living the way that we're supposed to be living in the body of Christ. Go ahead. I think it is because we have become a traditional in church. You know what I'm saying? It has like me. When you go to your job every day, you automatically begin to function in your job. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to do nothing. I think that's how church has become, if you get what I'm saying. It's an mm-hmm. automatic function. Is when I come to church, I know my body automatically does this, 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 and this. And then after that, that's it. So I think I, that's what I feel like it is. It has become a tradition instead of a, how do I see it? You have to check yourself on a database and say, God, why am I truly coming to church? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, like, it's just comfortable. It's something that we've done. We, we, okay, I do this every Sunday. I'm comfortable with the lifestyle that I'm in. This is familiar to me, so therefore I will do it. This is now a habit that mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to show up. I know, I know, I got to get up at 7:30 a.m. I know we got to go to the church. I know they got Bible study. I know mm-hmm. we got to do this and we got to do this, and we're going to go through the formalities throughout the day. And this is just as what we're going to do. And after I leave the church, I'm going to go only get what I need to get to make flesh feel good. It. And don't nobody want to deal with their flesh. I want to make me feel good. That's what the Bible says. In the last days, there are going to be people, they don't want sound doctrine. They want that which sugarcoat to the ears. It feels good mm-hmm. to the flesh. They don't want to deal with all the other stuff. But we have the word of God that tells us what is right and what is wrong. So the problem is, it still remains. What is the excuse? What is your reason that you have wrapped up inside the lie that continues to have you live the way that when the cloud breaks... <laughs> You mm-hmm. can cry, Lord, Lord, all you want to. But when the cloud breaks, when that moment comes and he changes us in the moment of the twinkling in the, of the eye and he's you're standing before the throne of grace and he's answering you questions and you're like, well, God, I did this in your name. I prophesied. I taught. I evangelized. And he says, still, depart from you, worker of iniquity. I know you not. You mm-hmm. had an act. You had the form of godliness, but you denied the power thereof. Exactly. I mean, I think that I, is I, going to be, and it's, it's, it breaks my heart. It breaks mm-hmm. my heart, and I'm like, God, let me check myself now. Before exactly. I got, I can check myself now. Yep. For real. And you know what? To rather than with me, the rather than to get myself caught up in a lot of stuff, I they say, well, you just you just chilling at home by yourself. Yeah, I am, because I don't want to get caught up in the wrong things, and I try to keep myself even when I find myself going off the wrong kind of way. I say, God, bring me back. Because yeah. there's a fear. I think that's it. The reverence of God and the fear of God is not on a lot of people. Because if you did, you understand what it is that God needs you to do, who God is, and what He required. So I, mm-hmm. and when you go back to you, you was talking to the about the pastor. Um, I remember I was watching this YouTube video, and the young man was talking about how he had a dream that everybody was at the pearly gates. I'm just gonna yeah. say. It. And um, yeah. when he, in that dream, he said it wasn't the physical aspect, but it was the heart that was glowing. And so he said, everybody, somebody stepped up, you know, God said, you know, come on in. I have it was. I'm just going to break it down to what he said. He said, but when he got to a particular person, he got to him. He said his heart started a different kind of glow. And he said in the in the dream and I'm trying to just, you know, go through it. He said, um, I don't know if it was him or the person in front of him, but he said, God said, depart. And what he didn't realize, that person really didn't realize was bitterness was still harbored in his heart. But he was functioning in the re- in, in, in the lie of I'm okay. But yeah. the bitterness, and when he got there, God said, I'll depart from me. Because you, we have to understand. And in that, he was saying how heaven cannot be contaminated. 
it can't be contaminated with the bitterness, the hatefulness, the, the lies, and all these things. So now we got to deal with ourselves and say, look, God, what is it inside of me that I that you need to fix inside of me that I can operate in the purpose and do the things that God has, has called me to do? We want to give people the sugarcoated words because that's all they want to hear. But, and I find myself sometimes I'd be like, they, they used to say I was mean. No, I'm not mean. I'm just telling you what it is that mm-hmm. God needs you to understand and hear. Even with my kids, listen, you already know the word of God. I already poured that into you. You already know this. So you held accountable for that very thing. But I'm going to let you know what you're not doing is not right. So that's what we lack is the fear of God. So we just, you know, you got a lot of people in the church just think it's okay to live like you living because God knows my heart. Oh, yeah, he do. Like you just stated with him. He knows the heart of his people. So it's time for us to rise up and do whatever what, what it is that God has called us to do. There's a dying people. There's, these people falling dead on a daily basis. They don't truly know who God is. Amen. On a daily basis. But it's up to us to go out and prepare ourselves to do the things that it, to tell people who God is and get right. people right. I tell people all the time, I'd rather for you to tell me the truth than have me looking like a fool. If you see me jacked up, tell Come me. See tell me going me. in the wrong direction. Tell me, correct me. Because sometimes you gotta correct the person. I, I can't. Yeah, I might not good. see what you're saying. So I need you to say, Coach T. Now listen here. Now I see you falling away. I need you to bring you. I, I need Don't you to to God. <laughs> it ain't even gotta be a strict, strict word. It's got. It, God gonna put the word in your mouth for you to right. say. And will you be able to say it? Listen here. I see you over there looking at Mr. Tim, but I need you to understand that ain't where you need to be. At. You you harboring a lust of spirit because listen here. I tell people all the time, and I say it again. I'm going to be mad with you 24 to 48 hours. But eventually, I'm going to come back and know that you're right. I'm going to know that you're right in the first hour. See, you're going to say, because I don't stay mad that long. I'll be mad, but then God will start saying, you know what? She was telling you what I was trying to tell you. Right. And to go back to what you were saying, too, I was sitting um, Sunday. I was in the mm-hmm. house. And God said, um, the reason why there's not a lot of manifestation, because you have people without power praying for you instead mm-hmm. of having people with power praying over you so we I'm got people here. that's praying for people that ain't got no power because they ain't dealt with themselves yet I'm so i here. was like oh god he said but you need to get you some people with power to pray over you and to pray uh, pray over you that means they and they praying manifestation upon you everybody mm-hmm. in the church have a prayer life but no power we have mm-hmm. no power the devil is rising up on a daily basis. We comfortable in our sin. The church, these young folks, these people in the world are saying, why come to sin when I'm living in sin and then I got to come to church to see sin because I seen Deacon Edward in the club with Miss Missy and she got a husband. They seeing these things, but we're supposed to be the representation of Christ. This is who we're supposed to be. And that's why we can't hear nobody. That's why that's why no no <laughs> ain't no moderation. We ain't coming through the church no more in some churches because we're not even on one accord. We're not doing what it is that we were called to do. We're not healing people. Instead of healing, we're hurting. And it's hindering the, the move of God. Amen. And I, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. But I always go back to it. Cause I've been in the church where they, you know, they ragged me. Okay, talked about me to, you know, to to the front, to the back. But at the end of the day, I had to make the conscious choice to stay in the place. Mm-hmm. Either I was gonna stay there, I was gonna go somewhere else. But I knew I was gonna go to church because it was wrought down in me. 
And, and so I, I can hear the people saying whatever they're saying. I can see the lifestyle because I remember a person coming and tell me, hey, you know, fornication in the sin. And I had before I knew it, I didn't even know I was prophet, a prophet by then. Yes, it had told me that I was a prophet. But when she told me, and this is a woman of God, she said, you know, fornication is a sin. And I told her, I said, you know, masturbation is a sin. She was literally like, "Ooh, yeah, don't come playing with me. Because I'm, I'm real as I possibly can, and God knows that He He knew that. I'm still I'm, I'm I'm striving to get it together. We're not saying you got to be perfect. That's not what God is saying. You ain't got to be perfect because in time He does His perfect work in us and through us. But we got to be real with ourselves. When you go to church, who are you really going for? When I go, I'm trying to hear the word. Since the Timbuktu is not my, my my problem, or nor is she my concern. If she want to go shaking like a tail feather, baby, go shaking like a tail feather and let the Lord deal with you. But we get beside ourselves where we and everybody else is being. The Bible says, let the wheat grow with the tear. And in that day, he will do the separation. So you're going to stay home and you ain't going to go to church because no, that's not what the Bible says. It says, forsake yourself not to assembly to the body of Christ. So we make up all these, you know, these reasons or why we ain't doing what we're doing. And again, it goes back to, you know, weed is bad for you still smoking. You know, drinking is bad for, but you still going to drink. We, we do this stuff. We go different places that we shouldn't go. You go to the club and you know it. Hey, somebody going to might they might shoot it up. Somebody might get in a fight. They might just mess around and hit you, bump you too hard or something, but you still going to go. Mm -hmm. I'm just being real with it. Just, sure. just being real with it. Like, but when it comes to the church, oh, I ain't going because God, okay, your ex-boyfriend just cussed you out and told you everything, you know, call you everything but a child of God, but you still messing around with Johnny. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to do Jesus. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being for real with it. For real with exactly. it. Exactly. That's the main one you need to be doing. I, 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 I told you before you came in, listen, this is going to be, it ain't going to be that encouragement that you always get, but it's going to encourage your soul. Now, your flesh it's going to be a little like, I can't believe they saying all no, that. Listen, I'm on a different level going to do new dimension. And if you fall out with me, that's so be it. That's just where it at. I got to speak what thus says the Lord. And it's just burning on the inside. I mean, what is the reason why we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing? What is the problem when God has given us everything that we need outlined in his word? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we fail to pick it up because we want to hear what the prophet line is telling us. Oh, I want to hear what <laughs> I don't want to hear what God is saying. I want to hear what he said because that sounds good. That makes my flesh feel so doggone good. And so I'd rather go that way versus hearing the voice of the Lord, taking that time in prayer, meditating mm -hmm. on his word. We want to do that. We mm -hmm. want the easy way. But we, we got to deal with things. We got to deal hear with ourselves. Yeah, come on here. We got to deal with we ourselves. Hear, we want to hear about the blessings. I, I noticed that when I started doing some of my content. As long as I'm saying God is about to bless you, it's your season to receive then people Come click, click, click 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 but when i say god say you need to get yourself together it's no click 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 but guess it's what like it's, it's like a, you hear crickets everybody want the blessings of god but everybody don't want to do what god called them to do you want god yeah. to bless you 24 7 give you everything that you want to do but god said when you gonna I, I i i keep this concept in my mind god what do you need i ain't even got to ask them because i already but i already told you what it is that i desire that's it god so asking, I asked God, what you need me to do? What right. What is it that you need me to do? And God said, I need you to go do this and this when I'm on my way. And like I said, whatever he sent me, I'm going to go to it. It don't matter. Amen. Because I have opened my heart and I said yes. And I said I'm ready and I'm going to do what God called me to do. Amen. Amen. Um, if people don't like it, 
I don't care about people in the church. They don't like it. What I told them, y'all on the webinar, I'd rather lose people than I lose God. Because guess what? In the end, that's who I got to see. In the end, that's who I got to stand before. In the end, that's the one I got to say, you know, God, here, I want to hear, uh, well done, my good and faithful servant. May the work that you've done speak for you. And the key word is the work. Amen. The work. The work don't always mean... it's a, I'm not saying no work in the church, but the work sometimes is outside of the church. The work is going to those that are lost. We got people, you know, we got people coming to church, but what about the ones that are out there lost? What is hindering you? What is keeping you from not doing what it is that God has called you to do? And that's this is the day that when you 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 on this podcast, I need you to go back and reevaluate your situation and see if it is that you're doing everything that you are supposed to be doing for God. This is a reevaluation podcast today. This is what Amen. it is. Go back and reflect on yourself and see what it is that's keeping you and ask God, what do you need to fix inside of you and what do you need to do in order to in an alignment with what God has called you to do? What is it that I need to do within myself that can cause me to be in alignment with my purpose and the destiny Amen. that you have for me? What is it that I need to fix? What is it mentally? What is it physically? What is it that I'm not doing that is the lock that's keeping me from walking in what I'm supposed to do for you, God? Amen. We talk about we talk about so many things, but we don't talk to God about that. Mm-hmm. What you need me to do, God? What is mm-hmm. it? But we quit to run in the church and say, uh, 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 um, uh, the lady of the church, what you need me to do? And I don't have no problem with no lady of the church because I don't want nobody coming against me, but that's what it is. Because sometimes we get caught, well, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the people oh, and not in and, and not God. We, 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 um. We do for the people to pray before we do for God. We can get caught up in man. We can caught up, get caught up in woman. We can get caught up in people and not even know that you caught up. Because I can say that because I was caught up in people. I was too. I, I was, was caught up in people. I was I was caught up in getting the water. I was caught up in getting the, getting the towel. I was caught up in getting all these things. And then God mm-hmm. said, hey, wait a minute. I'm over here. I got caught up in being those things. But God was like, I'm over here. You could do for this for everybody else, but you can't do this for me. I need you to bring me something. I need you to bring me something. Amen. But we get caught up in the people. You know, and then when we get caught up in the people, you have people. I looked up, um, we had the ungrateful people. That was what you were supposed to be talking about. I was looking yeah. at the ungrateful people. He said it caused people to be envious. So now you got everybody trying to run and get a first letter of water. Then this one getting mad at this one about getting the first letter of water. I supposed to have got the first letter of the water and I supposed to have got the top. Y'all get mad at each other. That's called a foolishness in the church. But Listen, why? Because you worshiping the wrong person. Come on here. And that's crazy. Um, it says envious, deceitful. Yes. You deny, you lying for to, to give other people pleasure. Come on. That's what it is. We become, but I, I was talking one day and I said we become um let's talk about prostitution. Prostitute, prostitute bring pleasure. The church is prostituting. They give them pleasurable words to people to satisfy their spirit and their soul and their agendas. Jesus. All we talk about is the blessings. Well, we're gonna talk about the hellfire and the fury that's gonna take place in your life. You're gonna get your mind right. Amen. But we complacent. We think it's okay to sit on this on the road, the second seat on for 25 years, and on the 26th year, it's just the marriage sitting in that chair. You got a problem with it. No, it's time for you get up. You don't even that, that that's not where you're supposed to be at. 
And we have allowed people to sit and be complacent in the church for so long. Well, that's Sister Mary's seat. She's been sitting there for 35 years. No. Sister Mary, I need you to rise up. You've been there for 35 years. It's something that you're supposed to have been doing 25 years ago. But you've been sitting in that seat. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, listen, it's time for you to go out and declare the glory of the Lord. It's time for you to go out into the, the prison system and talk to the prisoners and let them know that it's okay. It's different mm-hmm. things that we're supposed to be doing for God. Amen. But we in that, I ain't ready yet. How Amen. long is it ready? How long? It's a dying world. How long? People leave here left and right. Yes, Without sir. the word of God. They know God, but they don't know God. And we sit back, well, I just ready to go to heaven. Mm. I'm just ready. But just what about ready. those that don't know God? What about those that they, they only they 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 immature in the in the word of God? What about those people? So I said once again, it's time to go back and do a reflection upon today and know who it is, like Prophet said, who you going to church for. Amen. You know, I we hear the um, <clears throat> excuse me, the phrase a lot. Follow your heart and do what your heart tells you. But I come to rephrase that: don't follow your heart, follow God, follow His heart. The Bible tells us in Proverbs three, verse five and six: trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. Our hearts are deceitful. They can make us um, tell us, make us feel good at times. And then for the things of this world versus the things of God, I've been there. I've done it. Oh, this make me feel good. This warms my heart. I get butterflies. But at the same time, that me following my heart, it begins to wreak havoc on my life. Mm-hmm. And I'll find myself farther and farther and farther away from God as if I'm going down a rabbit hole because I followed my heart. For many years, allowing my emotions to control the way I walk, the way I look, the way I make decisions, the way I thought, or, you know, um, because I was told to follow my heart. Mm -hmm. But God had to come back and deal with my heart to tell me, hey, just because you're following your heart don't mean it's right. Mm -hmm. Don't mean it's right. It's time for you to check your heart while you're following your heart. It's causing you to get in trouble. It's going to cause you to end up in hell. So I need you to check yourself before you what? Wreck yourself. Wreck yourself. I was just thinking about that when you said it, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I was just I thinking to, it in my mind. I had to give, I had to give myself, I had to make the decision without the excuses. I had to make the decision to give God my all, not just bits and pieces of me because I've teetered and tottered. But when I said, when I was 28 years old, I, I said, God, you know what? I've done this for so long in the church, out the church, in the church, out the church, on the day off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of that all day. Mm-hmm. That is not profiting me anything. That does not make me happy. So I'm going to give you a try. I'm going to trust you on this one because I didn't know how to trust God. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to do that. Yes, I've seen him do miracles. Yes, I've seen him heal. Yes, I've seen people deliver, so forth and so on. But I was talking about myself. Mm-hmm. There was no excuses. I was just raw, straight up fact. God, I don't know how to do that. I don't know much how to do what you're asking me to do, but I'm going to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And here I sit before you. But we have to deal with the excuses and the reason and the, or the lies that we tell ourselves in order to go forth in Christ Jesus. 
But as you continue to make reasons and lies for yourself or excuses, you're going to continue to be stuck. Mm -hmm. You're going to continue to stay that way. Amen. The Bible says in Joshua 24, 15, choose, this, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Who are you going to serve? Are you going to serve God or are you going to serve man? Because we can't keep straddling the fence. You can't be, you can't keep, oh, I'm going to party over here, party like a rock star. And then you mm -hmm. want to come over here. Here's the thing that I learned that really kind of, it just had me have a righteous indignation that, you know, the enemy doesn't care about none of us. Mm -hmm. He don't care about none of us. Like, be for real. He don't care about none of us. He don't care how we feel. He don't care what we think. And he just don't want to go to hell by his own self. He got mm -hmm. his, his team is strategic and they work un side by side in unison. But in the church, we have a problem with uh, disagreeing with one another. That is why it's 300,000 plus churches because we cannot agree to just serve God and do what we've been called to do. Everybody want to be a head. Everybody want to be an eye. Everybody want to be a toe versus working together and doing what God has called us to do. Everybody, I got an excuse. I, God told me to do this. God told me to do this. God said, let's do it this way. Can we just come together and do kingdom work, work the apostolic, which he has called us to the fivefold ministry, but and get out of ourselves. We are our own hangup. We are all our own, our own fault. But we won't take inventory on ourselves. It's time out for excuses. I had to stop lying to myself and I had to stop making excuses and accept the way of the Lord. That's mm -hmm. what it is. You got to accept the way of the Lord in the hour that we're living in. Because we often get so caught up in familiarity and we choose to stay there. We choose to stay there. It's our choice to stay there. Mm -hmm. like, well, I don't know. I don't know any better or whatever. I ain't know no better either, but I had to allow God to, to pick me apart and put me back together again. I had to make the conscious choice. God, why is this? Why is that? I had to do the evaluation on my own self. Just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. Just mm -hmm. because it's popular don't mean it's right or God, God approved. Mm -hmm. Just because it worked in the past doesn't mean we should be doing it right now. Okay. It's time to stand for what is right. It's time to speak against what God detests. It's, it's time out for playing church. It's time to get right. It's time to preach the gospel, the unadulterated truth of God, and stand for him, even if nobody else rocks with you. For me, God, I live. For God, I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Paul's, I believe Paul said the best. It's, hey, I I, it's no longer that I live, but it's Christ that lives within me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm dead with Christ, so hey, when it, when the time comes, it's, it's, it is what it is, mm -hmm. because I know who I pledge my allegiance to. It's not the people in this world. And sometimes we lose our self-conscious, trying to uh, our confidence, trying to uh, please to everybody, while we're still making excuses on why we are not doing what we're called to do. Well, I got to go over and I got to do this, or I got to go do that, versus what God has called you to do. Mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't know how to do it. Well, if you give it a try, you'll learn how to do it. I didn't know how to operate a podcast. I didn't know how to operate a Zoom. What, what did I do? I had to go in and yeah. practice. I had to go mess around with it. But if you'll never do nothing, how are you going to learn? Exactly. How are you going to get it? So it's, it was really time out for just making excuses for all this, uh, why you're not doing stuff. And Because, oh, my God, when I, when I just think about the state of the U.S., we're in a bad state. We are in a bad state. 
what's your excuse for not standing for the word of God here in the U.S.? People are hungry overseas. They're hungry for God. In the U.S., we just it's, he's become so common to where it's just like whatever. It's the simplicity of just knowing the limit about God. You just, yeah. as long as you know him. And, and I've heard people preach that. We got a little too comfortable with it. Like you just got to know that Jesus died on the cross. No, it's more than that. There's relationship. Yes. There's a lot of things that come with, and I think we just have to become complacent, just teaching on certain, just the little things of God. Um, and not even not um embedding the wisdom and the word of God that people desire more of Him. You have to yeah. desire the more of God. Desire, yes. Just become with well, long as I know who God is, that's it. Long as I know who Jesus is, that's it. No, no, and I, and I just found a quote, and it says, Life rewards go to those who let the actions rise above their excuses. Make an effort and not an excuse. You can Amen. make the excuses or you can get the job done, but you can't do both. You can't make excuses and not do what God has called you to do. You can't Amen. do both. Though. They don't work together. And like you said, the state of this world, the state of America, the state is so many people out there longing and thirsting after God and his word and his righteousness. But what are we going to do? Are you going to get up and do what it is that call you, God has called you to do? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, because we've gotten too comfortable with calling wrong, right, and right, wrong. Mm -hmm. Unpopular, word, unpopular words are needed. They're necessary in the time that we're in. We should mm -hmm. not compromise for anybody. If God said it, that's what it is. That's it. It's time for us to speak, even if men don't want to hear. I'm going to declare the glory of the Lord. I, that's it's, it's what it is. You know, um, there are consequences for our actions. The same way when Adam and Eve bit that fruit and God talked to Adam. Mm -hmm. He said, well, the woman you gave me, what God do? He, you still got to reap the repercussions of your actions. Mm -hmm. I don't care who did. I told you not to do it. And you went mm -hmm. off and you did it. You still got to reap. We got to reap what we sow. We got to give an account for every deed done in our body. So you can say, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. That's what the the floor, I, I found this and I thought it was so neat that the, uh, the United States criminal system has two Latin phrases that can help us understand the legal standpoint. And it, it works within the body of Christ. It says, ignoranta uh, uses is non excusant, meaning ignorance of the law is not an excuse. Ignorancy of the law is not an excuse. And then it goes on to say, ignoranta uh, locus na anim, I'm trying to say it in the Latin phrase, excusant. Which means ignorance of the law excuses no one. It's not an excuse. You don't get a free pass because you didn't know. In essence, in the plain in plain English, this legal um, principles maintain that a person unaware of the law doesn't escape the liability for the violation merely because they did not know. So mm -hmm. it is not an excuse to say that I did not know. It doesn't matter. You got to give an account for your actions. And it's in the that, same way in the body of Christ, I'm going to let you go. It's the same way according to the law of in, in the body of Christ. Ignorance of a God law, God's law is no excuse. Leviticus 5, 17 states, if anyone sins doing any of these things that by the Lord, that the Lord commands ought not to not to be done. Though he did not know it, then he realizes his guilt. He shall bear the iniquity of his sin. Mm -hmm. Ignorance is of no excuse, and it's that's just what it is. Whether you done it not knowing, and then you know now you know you still have to reap the uh repercussions of your actions. Go ahead. 
I was gonna say that's a thing too when people say oh you saying like a person say they didn't know <laughs> there's no way you can't know that's not an excuse you go to the word you go to church yeah go to church you get the word God says seek the word for thyself yes that you can get understanding and revelation so that God can give you understanding and revelation Man. God there's a lot of people they're gonna say well I didn't know God said the Bible sit right there on your coffee table every day and you didn't know you know what I'm saying in a relationship you could have a relationship with me that you would know, but you Amen. you didn't know. My Bible is there. My word is there. Amen. But how could you not know? And I think a lot of people don't want to know because of the accountability factor. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Uh, the, the excuse to do what they want to do. Is. A lot of people can't. Yeah. You know, I, well, God, I didn't know. I didn't know. That's because you don't want to know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, is, and believe it or not, people do have that. They don't want to know because guess what? There's an accountability with knowing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just rather just stay right here, you know, and I'm just going to chill. Because if I know, that means I got to change my position. If I know that means I, I I begin to understand seeing that mean, you know what I'm saying? I can't see it anymore. So that's, account, that's what I'm saying about the accountability. The more you know, the more understanding you get, there's an accountability that comes with it. Yeah, you know that you're not supposed to be out here having sex out, out of marriage. But right now, I don't know that. Um, I, I'd rather not read the word so that's so I can't be held accountable for that thing. God said it don't matter. It, it don't matter. My word is right here. You go to church Sunday after Sunday after Wednesday. You go uh, Easter. You go Thanksgiving. That's when the most people come to church on Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and, and uh, church anniversaries. <laughs> New Year's watch night. New Year's watch night. This one. But I'm gonna interject with you right though, because mm-hmm. they can even say they don't know that. But there's an inkling in them that tells them, "Hey, I want to wait. Mm-hmm. I want to to remain a virgin. I don't want to mm-hmm. give myself away just to." Yeah, he gave us yeah. that, that that indignation to tell us when. Mm-hmm. So I just say tonight, um, once again, go reevaluate your heart. But the thing, because um, all have sinned to come short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. But God is so just to forgive us when we repent, when we repent That's and it. turn away from that thing. He will cause a conversion to happen. And it, to those who uh, Galatians 5 say you were run, running so well, what hindered you? What caused you to stop going? What caused you to stop running for the Lord? You are making such good process. What happened? Mm-hmm. What, is, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Who, who, who did it? Who calls you to stumble? Who calls you to trip? Who calls you to become stagnant? Oh, mm-hmm. everybody's doing it just because everybody's doing it doesn't justify the sin. Doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. God is just to forgive, but we have to confess yes. our sins according to 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is just yes. to forgive. He is faithful to forgive yes. and to pur- purify our unrighteousness, but we must first what? Confess. It. We gotta admit that there is a problem. That goes back to admitting that there is a problem. When you understand your assignment, then you will understand the attack. I know that I have been called. I've been chosen for such a time as this. Just like mm-hmm. uh, I want to call you prophetess. Just like Coach Ta, she's she's been appointed for such a time just as this. So when you understand who you are in Christ, know that the enemy's gonna come. Oh, he's coming for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he and he gonna try to he gonna throw everything at you. That's why the Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but mm-hmm. against 
principalities, against powers, against the rules of darkness of this world. Mm-hmm. Like it's spiritual wickedness, wickedness in high places. So that's why mm-hmm. you have to know who you are. That's why you got to start making excuses and stand for something. Because if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. You'll fall for anything. That's why it says, us, "Be not ye conformed to this world, but be ye transpired by transformed mm-hmm. by the renewing mm-hmm. of your mind, mm-hmm. that ye may be proved that which is good and acceptable and perfect, the will of God." Yes, in order to renew, you got to die to self. Yes, you got to yes, question yourself and you got to stop lying to yourself. You got to stop making excuses, making up reasons on why. I, I need you to repeat that. Stop making up reasons why. Stop making excuses. Stop lying to yourself on why you doing what you're doing when you know it ain't right. Because he going to tap you on the show, hey, uh, I need to stop doing that. Don't you shouldn't do that. Cause he stopped me when I was getting ready to do something. He said, "You going? You are you serious? Finna do that?" And I was in the world. Mm-hmm. He, he hey, are you serious? You about to go? You 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 sure you want to do that? And I had to go. I had to go. No, no I want to do that. Cause when you go do that, there may not be no coming back from that. You may not be no coming from, back from that. I posted the other day that the the disabled community is stronger than the modern day church. Because the unity is so broken. But think about when we come together in unison, how the church will be. Think about that thing. The church of people uh, that proclaim the gospel. When we That's actually it. do what he has called us to do, when we actually speak and do what he has called us to do, it's time for us to get a backbone. It's time for us to stand on the word of God like it's nobody's business. Guard, guard, you know, guard yourself up, gird yourself up. In the word of God, come on, put on the whole armor of God. And it's, 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 it's past time to be on the front line because we are at war, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. When I really realized that we are at war and even if I say, hey, I ain't part of this war, guess what? I'm still a part of the war and there's nothing I can really do about it because either I'm going to go with God or I'm going to be on Satan's team. And I prefer to be on God's team because exactly. uh, no Satan will give uh, two craps about me. <laughs> what somebody said, two shakes of the table. Okay, at all. At so, all. He, just, he don't want to burn it here by itself. Exactly. That's just what it is. So, why can we speak about everything else that's going on in the world today? But when it's time to speak about the truth of God, we find ourselves mute. What is the problem? What is the excuse? Turn your excuses into actions because it's time out for playing on the sideline, trying to play it safe. I heard a man that God say, hey, I want to be able when I get to heaven to share my battle scars with Paul, Timothy, Luke and John. I want to be able to say, hey, I got some battle scars, too. Hey, I got some stories. <laughs> I, I, I was on the line, too. I took some hits. And it. It knocked me over. But guess what? Here I am. Here I am. Yes, it. it didn't take me out. It didn't take me out. So things are going to arise, but you have to be able to stand to give God the glory, the honor, and the praise. So again, what is your reason? What is your excuse that you are not propelling or succeeding in what God has called you to do? Here I am, Lord. Amen. Why it, Why are you staying stagnated? Why are you staying stuck? Why are you in familiar places and you know there's more to you? Come mm-hmm. on. It's time to come up out of those comfort zones. Comfort zones are dead zone. What is the reason? Because we make up a lot of them. What is it? Uh, God don't talk to me. What? He talked to all of us. He don't just talk to <laughs> in the pulpit. 
He talked yep. to each and every one of us, but we have to be able to incline our ears to hear what the spirit is saying unto the church. Coach Tasha, you have anything that you want to add? No, ma'am. Yeah, I just say, yeah, it's time to check your heart. That's all I got to say. Ain't nothing else to say. Check your heart. Know who it is that you're going to the house of the Lord for. Amen. Know who it is that you serve. Amen. Are you willing to, to serve him at the fullest capacity? Amen. No more excuses. No more excuses. Time out. You know, because uh, I read a quote. Some I have a quote thing on my nightstand, and it says that, you know, um, it said, we make time for everything else. I'll never find the time for, to do anything. If you want time, you you got to make it. Mm-hmm. You got to make it. The same way that if, if you want change, you got to stop lying to yourself. You got to stop making excuses. Yep. You got to stop. I want to change. I want better. Okay, let's stop making excuses. Stop wrapping that reason. I almost said stop wrapping that reason up in that bacon fat. <laughs> Come on here. Hey, Amen. Uh, I'll let Coach Tosh go ahead and offer salvation. There may, you know, there may be someone on the line that don't know Jesus as their personal savior. So this is your moment, your opportunity, and I'll turn it over to Coach Tosh. Amen. Amen. Is there anybody on the line that needs salvation? That needs to a, a, a repentance prayer. We're just gonna repent of our sins. And then we just gonna go from there because guess what? God needs you. He's purposed you for this time or such a time as this. You know, we say, Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord, in the full capacity of what you need, God. And so I don't see if anybody in the line just seeking it. Amen. So you you want me to just pray out of how you what you want me to do? I'm trying to see. Oh Lord. Um, yes, I you know, before we close, I just want to say this. That God loves us so much. He loves us so dearly. And so he takes his time to correct us mm-hmm. in order to get us and draw us to himself. He does not just do it just for nothing. And so, yeah, I know there's not a lot of people on today. Guess what? I don't even care because I am a vessel of Christ. If only two people checked in, that's who was needed to that's who needed to hear. Because I know somebody's gonna come back later and they're gonna hear the word of God. And that's fine with me. A lot of times we're so caught up in who's on and who's not on and who's receiving from us and who's not receiving. But we have to be able to do what God has called us to do, no matter who receives it or no matter who doesn't. You got to be able to go forth and do what God has called you to do. Uh, There was a lot lot of people who like the post today because they're so used to the encouraging words. Like you said, they want the the encouraging words. They want that stuff that's going to inspire them that they don't want the correction. And so, you know, I have come to a place that, you know, I'm going to say what this is the Lord, whether many receive it or not, because God has called me to say it. And those who will have an ear, they will have the ear to hear what this says the Lord. And I do encourage us to continue to keep New York in prayer. I, I saw in a vision as if it was it was like the ground was like lava. And I saw the Statue of Liberty like melting down mm. into this lava and i know she is this is the representation of liberty of freedom in the united states and so i encourage you i implore you to pray for these united states because we're at a very turning point a tempering point where the freedom is just about being stripped away and so i encourage you to please stand on um the word of god and know god for yourself because we are in trying times the church is in trying times because we're it's going to come to a point it's thinking it's going to come to a point to where people don't even want to hear the word of God. You are not going to be able to take your Bible on the street and stuff like that. And so 
Our freedom is literally being tested and tried here in these United States. So I encourage you to lift up these United States. Keep New York and Precious and New York is sinking. My God, have mercy. They just had that cloud too that from Canada. The sky was um, dark um, there as well. So um, I, yes, ma'am. Amen. Marianne, God wants me to stop smoking. I run to them instead of I run to them instead of the Lord. I'm also deba debating on about losing weight. And so what I encourage you to do, Marianne, is that you know what you need to do. So it's time for you to do it. I'm just just very blunt like that. Mm -hmm. Instead of picking up a cigarette, you know you need the word, go read the word. If you can't get to the word of you in your car, turn on some worship music. Start mm -hmm. praying. Start crying yes, out to Lord God, I praise you right here, right now. I, I bless your holy name. God, I have victory over this temptation right here. I, I will not surrender. I will not give up until this temptation. Bless your name, King Jesus. I thank you for your goodness and your mercy. I thank you for deliverance. I thank you for healing, so forth and so on. This yeah, is what you got to do. When you got to lose, lose weight, it's time to back up from the plate. You know, again, you know what you need to do. You just got to do it and don't make excuses for it. Just do the doggone thing. And ask God to take it away. God, remove this nicotine taste from my taste buds. Recreate my taste buds. Saturate my taste buds with the, with the, the spirit of the Lord. Tell him yeah. to take it away. And I promise when he tell you, take it, tell him to take it away. You have to mean that thing. Take it away. Right. And don't it's it's going to cause you to call. It's going to cause you to have that, that, put that action behind what you're doing because he'll do what you say, but he's waiting on what, what are you going to do? Yes, what are you going to do? Yes, so you have to literally put that thing into action. God, I don't really want this. Now, if you want it, now be real with him. Say, Father, I want this, but I know it's against your will. You have to be just that straight up. Don't don't yes, you try to sugarcoat. Don't try to get old because God knows us. <laughs> Better we know ourselves. God, I want this cigarette, but I know you. this going to kill me. I know this is not your will, and so I need you to take it from me. Help me, for real, for real. I, I help me. Don't want this anymore. Amen. You could tell God to take it away, but you got to replace it with something. God, take away the taste of nicotine and give me a taste of you and watch what God do. You Amen. take it away and you replace it. Lord, give me, give me you, give me all of you that I don't desire this thing anymore. Amen. Amen. And that's it. You got to ask God, ask God for what you want. God said, I'm ready right here to give y'all everything y'all need and y'all desire. But I just need you to ask. That's Amen. It. What I'm saying is that you know what you know you need to do is like, you know, you, know you don't need the cigarette. And so yeah. you Run to you run to the uh the cigarette versus run to the Bible. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And I don't, you know, I don't know how we know each other either, but I thank God that you checked in today. Exactly. So what you need. God will send we would God will have me show up some kind of way in order to get exactly. the word. Yes, it, so God, I will, you, I will most definitely it. keep you in prayer, most definitely. And I will keep you popping out of in prayer as well. You said that mm -hmm. it's in it's in the news today. May God have mercy. That's all I can say. My heart breaks. And I know they say, don't, don't, you know, don't feel bad when things are happening. Things are changing because it's God doing his perfect work, you know, so forth and so on. But like, God, help me with that part because my heart breaks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to see people suffer. Yes, I, I know, you know, we, we've all seen, we all come short and people, people won't be lost. But I'm like, God, help me because my heart goes toward the people. And so I almost definitely keep you guys in prayer. Yes, a, a divine connection. And I'm going to let Coach Tosh close us out. I love you guys with the love of the Lord. Um, I will be off for the next two weeks, but I'll probably come on and do like a snippet. And so you'll get a post recording. <laughs> uh, 
because your girl got to get ready to go to Honduras. Okay. I got to get ready to go to Honduras. And so I'm going on mission in a couple, uh, well, the beginning of August, but I have to kind of pull away in order to, yeah. for, to be still so that the Lord can prepare me for what he has for the people of God. Amen. God bless you. Go ahead, Coach Tosh. Father God, we thank you, oh God, and we magnify your holy name, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for being who you are. God, yes, we God. thank you, oh God, for being our Father and creator of all things, oh God. Lord, so creating us a clean heart, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that we shall rise up out of the spirit of complacency, oh God, and move like never before, oh God, in the desires and the purpose of thy heart, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Cause us to reevaluate ourselves, oh God. Cause us to see our heart, oh God. Cleanse us and make us whole, oh God. Forgive us of our sins, oh God. And oh, we just thank you, God, for every person that was on this Bible plan tonight, oh God. Lord God, we thank you for Mary Ann, oh God. We thank you for Autumn, oh God. We thank you for everybody that joined the plan tonight, oh God. So we thank you, God, and we exalt your holy name for what you're doing, oh God, in the atmosphere. Cause our hearts and minds to long after you and the thirst after your righteousness and your will and your way upon tonight, oh God. Lord God, we just thank you for who you are, oh God. We thank you for what you're about to do, oh God. Saturate our hearts, oh God. Saturate our minds, oh God. Saturate us wholly, oh God, with you and you alone, oh God. Stir up the Holy Spirit in each and every individual in this place, oh God, upon today, oh God. Lord God, we thank you, oh God, for what you're going to do, oh God. We thank you for the woman of God and the word, oh God, that was given to her upon today, oh God, that it went forth, oh God. That it sits on the hearts and the minds of the table of the people that are receptive, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. We give you glory. We give you honor. Yes, we God. give you praise. And we yes, magnify God. your holy name, oh God. So God, whatever it is, oh God, that needs to be removed from us, oh God, we ask that you click it from the very root, oh God, and fill us with you. Fill us with you and your will and your way, oh God. Lord, change our mindset, oh God, right now with the name of Jesus, oh God, for anything that's causing us, oh God, and hindering us, God, from walking in the will and the way that you have called us to do, oh God, upon today, oh God. Lord God, let us begin to rise up, oh God, and do that which you have called us to do. In Jesus' name, we pray, oh God. Let us stand on your word. And your word alone, oh God. Lord God, relieve us of the itchy ear syndrome, oh God. Cause us to speak the very words that you desire us to speak with a boldness, oh God, like never before, oh God. In the name of Jesus, cause us to rise up and declare the word of the Lord in its fullness, oh God. Right now, with the name of Jesus, that it shall saturate, penetrate the hearts of those, oh God, that don't know you and those that run to sin, oh God. That shall turn, oh God, from the wickedness in the world of the world, oh God, and run to you, oh God, even the more, oh God. In Jesus' name, we pray today, oh God. We thank Jesus. you for saved souls, oh God. We thank you for refreshed spirits, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. And we thank you for a newness that shall be released in the atmosphere of you, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. If you um if you're not following the voice for the voiceless page, please go ahead and do that at this time. Or you can follow my personal page, Lachelle Ramirez. You can follow that. You can follow Coach Tosh at Latosh uh Chitum. Um, you also have your purpose transformational page. You can mm -hmm. also yes, follow that page. Um, yes. if you have not liked this broadcast, please do so. Please also share the broadcast so that somebody else can hear with us says the Lord. We love you with the love of the Lord, and we will see you again until next time. Always speak what God gives you to speak. Do not hold your voice for nothing. Cry loud and spare not. You are the voice for the voiceless, and somebody depends on you. Having a blessed Tuesday and a fabulous week. See you next time. Bye-bye.